Welcome to Burning Bright, a weekly podcast presenting poetry and prose from Passager. On this episode, some pieces about pets. First, an excerpt from Toto and Mary Thelma by Roberta Shine. As soon as I picked up the phone, I heard the panic in my friend Mary Thelma's voice. Toto está enfermo. Toto is sick, she said. He isn't eating and he has severe diarrhea. How do I call a lift? I have to take him to the hospital right away. I told her I'd arrange for the ride. It was faster that way. Toto is a parrot, an 18-year-old African gray parrot. An hour later, Mary Thelma texted me from the Animal Medical Center. Clearly, she was still upset. Toto has to stay here for at least two nights. He'll get antibiotics to stop the diarrhea. Tomorrow, the exotic animal specialist comes to give him a CT scan. But the worst part is he has a heart problem, arrhythmia, and they keep saying over and over that he can die. Then came this. I never liked that bird. Followed by, He bites me and he's bossy. If I put bird food in his cage, he throws it on the floor. So I have to cook for him. And he repeats everything I say, but in a mean, ear-piercing voice. My ex bought him for me 18 years ago at that exotic bird store when it was on Bleecker Street. Believe me, if I had known he had such a rotten personality, I would have chosen another bird. Still, I feel bad leaving him here. He's going to be scared. And waking up at dawn without Toto there, well, it'll be sad. A few days later, Toto came home. As soon as Mary Thelma opened his travel box, he flew to her shoulder and began singing, softly. Her messages have lightened up. She's even able to joke about the situation. Totito's caca is normal, she texted yesterday. I'm going to call the New York Times. An excerpt from Toto and Mary Thelma, from the brand new issue of Passenger. John Davis said, My black dog was sitting under my writing table. As a boy, I had a black dog named George. I liked the repeated vowel sounds of dog, pause, love in the first line, so I kept playing with them. The poem presented itself from there. Here's John Davis's poem, George. That black dog was all paws, all tongue, all teeth, and love, tumbling from the cardboard box outside the grocery store. Of course, we named him George. It was Washington's birthday. Mother baked cherry pie she fashioned from a can of cherries, rolled the dough white as the watery sky. All love. George barked, peed on the carpet. We ate pie with ice cream. Bite by bite, George gnawed the coffee table. We'll take him away if he bites you. He bit me. I hid the bites with band-aids, tumbled with the dog. My dog. When he bit the neighbor girl, George was taken away. For training. For weeks. For months. Through tulip blooms, roses, the end of school. I wanted George to chase balls, run through sprinklers with me. But George wasn't coming back. My mother said it with a dish towel slapped over her shoulder. Smoking a cigarette, she told me to take out the trash, as if I could stuff love into a corrugated can, mash it down with coffee grounds and cantaloupe, put a lid on it, wait for the garbage man to haul it away. You're only ten once in your life. 
You wait for summer. Popsicles, cutoffs, bare feet. A sky frosted blue as beach glass. I didn't wait all summer for George to bounce with sloppy paws onto my bed. But I talked with the neighbor girl's brother years later, after she killed herself. The dog had never bitten her, as my mother had thought. My mother, who would die of lung cancer. How many cigarettes did she smoke, then cringe, watching me learn to lose at love? I remember this, the sour smoke, moths banging against the porch light, the rain of late summer, in a sky so dark and fluffy I might have snuggled in, rubbed its puffed-up ears and neck. John Davis's poem, George, from Passenger, Issue 58. Gary McLean Ganaway said his poem, Morning Ritual, arose from his interest in Zen Buddhism and from looking for what William Blake referred to as a world in a grain of sand. For several weeks after the dog died, he continued the morning ritual, emptying and filling the oversized silver water bowl. He filled it at the kitchen sink where his father would have stood, had his father not been dead much longer than the dog. But before the filling came the emptying. With the gracefulness of a discus throw, he would send the water out into the early morning air and watch the drops hold there in one pure, perfect moment. Then all the water would fall to earth, and he never knew that that moment was perfect, too. Morning Ritual, Gary McLean Ganaway, from The Current Passager, Issue 72. To subscribe to or learn more about Passager and its commitment to writers over 50, go to PassagerBooks.com. You can download Burning Bright from Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Audible, and a host of other podcast apps. For Kendra, Mary, Christine, Roseanne, the rest of the Passager staff, and Gracie, Mimi, Lola, Jack, and the late, wonderful Max, I'm John Shore. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.